Hello, faithful listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe, student games, art games, indie games, only real, really indie, not not just every everyday indie. Uh, my name is Jordan. With me, as always, is my co-host and good friend, Blake. I'm I'm only everyday indie. I'm not really indie. <laughs> well, get off this fucking show then. I'm, I'm an, I don't want I'm an everyday indie kid. I don't want. Uh, we're not playing no fucking Stardew Valley here. We're playing. Uh, listen, <laughs> I am gonna play the hell out of Stardew Valley. Yeah, but you're not gonna talk about it on this say. podcast. You stop no, talking have, about Stardew Valley have, right now. I have already talked about it on this podcast when it was topically relevant. That's so true. You can eat your, you well, can eat your heart last out, week we wouldn't shut up about Sekiro. Actually, I think like the last two weeks we've, <laughs> we've brought up Sekiro, which it's is heavy em- em- emphatically not an indie game. Um, Definitely not. And also, <laughs> you finished it, and I'm on the final boss. So soon, we'll never talk about it again. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and also, we'll I, see. I cannot think of any way to connect it to the current game. <laughs> That's true. That we're talking about this week, which is called Paint Andy. Yeah. Um, which uh, is basically like a generative art toy thing it's like an interactive uh, i like that i was gonna i was gonna call it a a paint simulation but yeah generative is a useful word definitely because it's it's only partially about like making your own drawings it's really about like pushing i guess the the, the main like premise of it is that several keys on your keyboard do things which are not specified uh and you're just supposed to play around with the keys and figure out what each uh, what each effect is or not really figure out, just play with them and like uh, watch the strange visual effects. Uh, I would like to read by the game, the description uh, <laughs> on itch.io, which yeah. is it's paint Andy. Uh, uh, how about you draw a picture and send it to your friends online? <laughs> oh yeah. It does have and a then, screenshot uh, functionality, which I think is key, uh, key yeah, to understanding this game. I actually now I forgot until just now that it has uh, a screenshot thingy and now i'm like dude i'm your go. friend online did you not dude, you're supposed I'm gonna, to send I, w- to me. I mean i'm gonna post hella pictures on twitter for sure <laughs> uh but um i had forgotten about that fact until yeah. just now but i was i was saving a lot of pictures believe you me oh i was too uh i actually didn't go back and look at any of them where are they users your name Oh god! Yeah, it's, so it's far uh, away. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You, you, we, we're not gonna do that while the podcast. Users, is my name. At Stop, <laughs> Jordan. This is not interesting content. <laughs> um, but anyway, basically, uh, the the game is you can draw with your cursor. You can just kind of click to draw. You can change the color of line. You can change the line thickness, and then, um. I don't think all the keys on the keyboard have a function, but many of the keys on the keyboard have a function where uh, doing, you know, clicking the key changes the interface you are drawing on in some way. Yeah, uh, and definitely the, the, not every key has something. I can confirm. Okay. There were some where it was like, I'm not sure if it's just because there are certain keys that only do something if you've like done if another else. if some other situation is yes, already true that is so true. there's some weirdness there but uh in the control section of the itch page it says the game is to find out what each key does here are some hints and then it gives you a few keys including 
the S key to save a screenshot a and D to rotate, which doesn't even work until uh, like certain other <laughs> keys have been pressed. And then, um, my favorite, which is the arrow keys. Can't really explain what these do, but it's easily the best part. <laughs> and I tend to agree. It is. Um, that's Andy. The, it, it also says, uh, R clears the screen, which I did not find to be true. <laughs> well, yeah, that was really confusing. I, so I ran, I did some tests on that. So R definitely clears the screen out, but it doesn't seem to clear out the effects you've applied or it only sometimes clears out the effects. I'm not Wait, really sure. What do you mean by it surely clears the screen? Because basically when I would click it, it would like send a little ship across the screen. Everything would flash white and then it would go back to exactly how it was. What? Oh, in mine, it wasn't going back to exact. Wait, what? Yeah, man. It was just like, that I, I was very was confused why mine. I said clear the screen because it wasn't really clearing anything for me. Oh, it definitely was. It, I'm doing it right now and it's clearing. But so what do you mean by clearing? It, it's cl- uh, everything that you've drawn goes away and you're back at a black screen. Yes, but they're usually one of the like rules that you've applied still works. So like there's one rule. I don't even know how I did this one, but it makes it so whenever you draw rather than drawing a straight line, it like bleeds out everywhere. So like that's oh, still an e- that's still an effect. Oh, that uh, sounds cool. I don't remember. Getting yeah, that it looks super it. cool. I don't really know how I did it uh, because it, <laughs> I mean, that's. That's this game, right? It looks super cool. I don't really know how I did it. Yeah, I don't know how I got here, but it looks very neat. Visual Um, effects, yeah. Yeah, that's... So I'm really confused now. So when you did it, it literally would just go back to how it was? Yeah, it just looked the same. I was very confused. No, that's... What? Okay, now I'm wondering how much randomness there is in this game. Now now I am too. Now I'm curious if there's like a... a, Shit. Hey, Andy, deeper than it looks, man. (laughs) Yeah, seriously though, I spent almost oh, two hours I meant playing to say, this game last night. Uh, I meant to say this game is by Andrew Brophy. Yes, I meant it to is. Say that. Uh, six the, minutes the in, a little Andy. late. Late credits. Uh, yes, the eponymous Andy. I assume this is a fictionalized version of him. I assume he's not actually a small. Uh, oh yeah, we haven't mentioned that cartoon character. We uh, haven't mentioned that there's like a little cartoon character on the screen and like certain keys on the keyboard will make the little character do things. And also, there's like a circle that floats around. Yeah. I never numbers. figured out what that does or what the numbers mean. Sometimes they uh, seem to be going up and I thought I was doing well, but then so I know what the number, I know how to make the numbers go up, which is that the arrow keys change the numbers. Um, what? Basically oh there's like my God. two positions. So left and right toggle like the oh my God. one set of digits up and down and then up and down do the other set of digits up and down and like different combinations of those digits do different things. Hmm. Um, I don't know exactly what they do. I can't quite describe what they do. Um, Wait, like different visual effects based on the number. Uh huh. Oh my God. I thought that, Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. So I thought that the, the okay i never realized that the position of andy was calibrated to visual effects that is something that i now feel stupid for wait what do you mean calibrated well because you said it's based on the number right and the number is based on where andy is standing is it based on where he's standing well if i go left and right it's moving back one and zero yeah but he also like I guess I didn't really think of it as one to one. I just kind of thought the arrow keys change the numbers and they also happen to move the little guy around. Uh, Cause yeah, he's not like I, I on a grid. Right. Yeah, he's not. You're right. 
Oh, that, okay. that, that's super confusing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of this game. It's like, it's almost, it's hard to put any of it to words because it's like fucking, I, I don't know, man. Rippy. I click, I click a key and it, it does cool shit and I figure out which keys are my favorite to do the cool shit. <laughs> and I, and I, and I press them. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like, it's like those old, um, it's like Microsoft paint crossed with Microsoft, uh, like audio visualizer. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm actually glad you bought up both of those things because <laughs> your thoughts uh, about both of those programs. Well, uh, sh- sure. It, it also reminded me of those programs. Although my mind went to kid picks, not Microsoft paint. Yeah, you I, don't, I don't know picks? what that is. What is you kid know what kid picks is bro. Oh, sorry. Kid dude. picks is basically like Microsoft paint, but for children. And it came packaged in with like learning software. And I remember in the computer oh. lab at school, it was like, uh, once you get done with whatever computer learning you're supposed to do that day, which as a highly computer literate child, I was always ahead of the curve. Um, then it's like, all right, just dick around in kid pics for 20 minutes. And it was just like, it was kind of like Photoshop or something. It's just like, all right, here's like a sticker of a dog and you just press it a billion times yeah. and then you can change all the colors and draw with the cursor. Uh, and you just make some, you know, trippy digital art and kid pics, you know, is a good time. Dude, all I did when uh, I finished my computer work was went straight to Clue Finders. You guys have that game? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I owned Clue Finders at home too, you know? Clue Finders so Clue good. Clue Finders fifth grade adventure, you know? Dude, I, I remember third grade most distinctly. Uh, Which one's third grade? I think that's the one. Well, I did third and fourth. I always get them mixed up. But one of them is the one with like the like kind of Mayan ruins yeah, theme. Yeah, ma- with Mathra. Yes, Mathra. And oh, the and amazing. the and the the bugs that are just the Beatles and they sing a Beatles inspired yes, song about, about goo. goo. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we oh, so we've, good. we've done this already on the on, on the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah, well, if we did, it was a long ass time ago. So our <laughs> our, our new listeners need to be included yeah. into our love. Go look finders. up uh we need fresh goo. We goo. need fresh goo. Uh, fresh goo. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um Incredible. but anyway, kid picks uh was great uh great program uh you know for for goofing around on the internet and funnily enough the experience was similar not because kid picks was equally as uh hard to understand although it may be i haven't touched it in you know 15 years or more but uh in it was more in the in the fact that i didn't understand what was happening i was just (laughs) you know clicking around generating a bunch of stuff and it's kind of it's kind of cool making uh art when you don't have a full understanding of what the, you know, the things you're doing are doing. I mean, I think there's like part of this idea that like mastery of art is like uh, fully understanding how to get from one thing to another. But I I think there's definitely this game proves out that there's a lot of value to uh, not really understanding the limits of how to make things or like, what the effects the individual effects of all the things you're doing are but the sum of those effects is something that's interesting to look at uh yeah i I think that's neat i think it's uh kind of similar to uh are you just playing it right now jordan yeah i'm fidgeting with it yeah yeah i'm trying to stop it i'm trying to figure out how the the numbers work because i was not fully appreciating them when i was playing it originally damn it jordan (laughs) it's not time to play it's time to podcast (laughs) uh but anyway, it, it's kind of reminding me of uh, Levedad, uh, which we played yeah. from Julian yeah. Cordero, where like even Julian himself was kind of like, yeah, yeah, the kind of the point is to 
put tools in the hands of people to like surprise you. Yeah, and see what they find and see what they do. I don't know. I don't know how the hell you did this. And I feel like this game really leans into that uh, very hard. Yeah, like um, emergent effects where it's like the designer creates constraints and then they're just kind of like, you know, go wild. Go ham. And I mean, even in this case, it's like not even like the designer created constraints. It's more just like I made a bunch of effects. I'm not going to tell you what any of them are. So you have to figure <laughs> it out on your own. Yeah. Uh, and, and go nuts. Uh, although you also, you also mentioned that this game is like a, a windows, like a music visualizer. It's I'm glad yeah. that you mentioned that because that's basically what I was doing as I was playing this. I played it for probably 30 minutes, just like messing around. And I was like, you know what? I should do this with music. I should do this with music. And then I played it for like an hour and a half. Of oh, just like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> dude, it was a hell of a time. I, I played it for having, like 30 to 40 minutes. And I was like, yeah, that was a long session. I, I played paint Andy for a while. Yeah. Uh, I was having a hoot and a half. <laughs> I was just going to town. I was like drawing stuff in rhythm to the song and uh, like hitting the key to clear it on the, with the beat. And I just like had a playlist. Dude, I was having a time oh, it was like, this great is, this is great to picture yeah it was it in, was in, uh, in my imagination of this you're like your head uh bopping like very vigorously oh dude i was like like whole body all the way <laughs> into it yeah i'm just like viscerally like <laughs> what were you listening to uh i was just listening to you know all kinds of things just i would like get an idea road. for a song that i would think <laughs> yeah just old town road. <laughs> the road. billy ray remix <laughs> yeah no i didn't actually the thing everyone's listening to <laughs> um good I, song, yeah, I was listening yeah it's uh it's a fun song it's it a good fun. time it's a good time um i don't actually I think, was listening to, I think about it, it wouldn't actually go that well with this game i don't think that uh it's the right kind of song for the, the no you need something that's like more musically lush right like a lot of stuff going on i was actually listening a lot to the the new wise blood album titanic rising oh don't uh, know it and yeah, I didn't know of Wise Blood about like five days ago, huh. and then I started listening to this album, and it rips a whole lot, and I like it. Huh. Um, so I was I was jamming out to that. I had a few other songs that I listened to. It was a good time, you know. <clears throat> I was I was jamming, and it, and it like it filled the need that like a lot of times when I'm listening to music, if I'm like listening really carefully, I want something cool to look at. Uh, and it turns out there aren't like a ton of great visualizers anymore. I, I I'm kind of yeah. disappointed oh, in how in, in where like music visualizer technology has has come. There's like a there's a Spotify visualizer that y- it's like a web page that you go to and it hooks to your Spotify and like, but it's it's just like uses the album artwork as like a basis and just kind of like oh. flings it around and spins it. And it's like, man, I want spins it. (laughs) Yeah, just kind of like I don't know. It does weird effects to it. What does it do? um, Like fucking PowerPoint? (laughs) Like no, no. It like seriously, it does that thing where it like it's like it's it's weird. I don't know. Go go find it. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) What I'm saying is, uh, a lot of times I'll be like, man, I really wish there was a great music visualizer, and this one was great. And part of what made it great was like the fact that I'm having to take an active role and like, okay, if I want this to be like an extra cool experience, I'm going to like be clicking and drawing along to the beat and like adding effects to the beat. And like, I don't know. I, I, it was, 
it, it made me realize how uh, enjoyable uh, having agency over music visualization was. It's like, it yeah. like, I don't know. It's very good. I yeah, enjoyed you're it. Like, I had a you're great like time. A, a little bit of a visual DJ or something like that. Yeah, like, seriously. No, I felt like, honestly, yeah. there were times where I felt like I was programming the light show for like a, an indie artist, uh-huh. right? Where, uh, and it was, it was cool. I, I was like thinking, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if you could like make the game to be a, a, a music visualizer, basically. Well, have like, you heard of this? It's like a new thing, Algoraving or Algorave. Uh-uh. It's like, uh, it's like a, a rave, although I get the impression it's less like ravey. Um, uh-huh. but like a dance party where you have someone who's basically the DJ, but they're, they're writing in like the special software, uh, like they're remixing live by writing out like super simple scripting, uh, which then uh-huh. is projected onto the, uh, like onto the wall. So everyone can like see what you're doing as you're doing it. And then, uh-huh. and then, uh, I think they, they might do visuals too, actually but weird yeah so you should be an algorithm dj it sounds kind of cool but it also sounds kind of like a sponsored corporate event for people that work for google (laughs) that's not the person i heard it from is not an employee of google uh if it means anything they're an mfa student which is a totally different Mm, like very specific kind of person maybe this is still like yeah you would pretty underground i get the impression it is yeah mm, all right um, it's like mfa students and like like maybe people who are programmers but also into the rave scene it's like that huh <laughs> sounds tight sounds like the kind of place my cousin who went to art school would hang out <laughs> wait you have a cousin who went to art school oh yeah in new york oh oh that's oh that's she loves true art school Oh no, dude! She yeah, probably she knows all it. about algorithms. You should ask her about it. She'll probably she probably does. Although I think she's getting out of the rave. She's not in the rave scene currently. Oh. Uh, uh, well, she probably she. I don't know. She probably is. <laughs> she has a she has a job now. It's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Maybe as a programmer. No, she's no, not a. Pro- I don't know what the hell she does. It's art school, um, so probably not. Yeah, she says some kind of visual design or something. Sure. Uh, sure. but anyway, uh, that sounds cool. And I enjoyed this game a great deal. Uh, what what else do you want to cover here, um, Okay, so one thing I wanted to do was I wanted to go through all of the... How, how seriously did you actually try, like, figuring out what keys do? I want to see if you figured out some of the ones that I was, like, unclear on. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them... Basically, I would write down if I got the sense that I knew what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple that I was, like, pretty much sure about. Yeah, yeah. There are a few that I'm also like Q, certain about. Q, uh, yeah. Toggles Wobble. Toggles the Wiggling. The Wiggling yes. is Toggled. Uh, yeah. That one's very straightforward. T um, increases the Wiggling. Oh, is that what T does? Okay, yeah, I was makes never... It like more violent. I was never super clear on that one. Or less? Like, does it circle around if you go... Uh, I don't know. Mm. Um, why... Okay, when you press Y, a little smiley face comes out? Or wait, something? Yeah, that's the only thing I could figure out that it does, is that the little smiley yeah, face so comes out. Yeah, so I don't out. know if that's anything else. Uh, F toggles uh, whether or not the what you draw fades away. So oh, like... Oh, that's As you what draw, it kind of like fades off. That one's pretty useful. Because all I saw was that it adds a 1 or a 0 in the top right corner, but I guess that's yeah. just marking which one you're on right now. Yeah, it's toggle. <laughs> oh, um, that's funny. 
That's that's super useful. And, and does oh go ahead. Yeah, I know oh, what K does. It makes all the slidey glitch bars, right? Like Yeah, well basically like I didn't know the best way to describe out, that one. It cuts out like horizontal slices of the screen and swaps them. Oh yeah. So that like uh you know, slices of the image are in one place or another. Um what were we gonna say? M is like the I I interpret it as like a menu. It like pulls up the thing that says paint Andy. Oh, that is not what I interpreted. Oh, that's different that time. I pressed M and it cleared out the screen. What the fuck? I think that might have just been. I think M applies a random effect, right? Oh, does it? I'm pressing M right now. Yeah. It's raising and lowering paint Andy. I thought that. So I guess maybe that is what it was because I wrote down it does explodey colors, but maybe that was just randomly what it was doing. (laughs) Yeah. My impression is that. So if you leave the game idle for a minute, it'll also just like start playing itself. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And paint Andy will come on the screen. So my interpretation of M key is that it's a way to manually trigger it to to like be like, okay, I'm in random mode now. And then it just kind of like goes ham and does whatever dude you you Um, interpreted this game way better than me um uh, i always do that's false false lies gotcha um g makes a big circle (laughs) yeah it does and it it uses the the two colors you've used most recently to it's like a gradient what bro red and tan let's see jesus (laughs) my god you're, you're a fucking genius wow yeah. that's cool pretty good right that is pretty good i'm impressed with you figuring that one out that one's good yeah um, i mean it was uh, like many things in this game it was basically happenstance yeah um just play with it enough how did you interpret w key what's going on there um let me remind myself i didn't make a note for that one uh nothing's happening yeah that one's weird so my interpretation is that like there, there's some sort of layering concept that this game does where it like puts what you're drawing on a layer because sometimes when you're drawing, you'll go behind something that's already been drawn on the screen and sometimes you'll go in front. Mm. And I'm not sure how it chooses to do that, but if you do W, it like shoots a, a layer like up and shrinks it and it will stay like it'll shrink to a certain point and it'll stay there. And if you let go of W, it'll like blow back out. Uh, I guess I don't really know like how to describe that more clearly or what it's actually doing, but that's kind of the effect that it gives what it looks like. Uh, um, I mean, th- that's another one that makes you wonder, like that one might be another conditional one. Cause I'm holding W right now and nothing is happening. Yeah, it might be. So that's the thing is like on the itch page, it says a and D to rotate. Uh, so my thought at first when playing this game and I mentioned it last week on the podcast was that it was going to be basically a digital version of that child's toy where it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, we figured out what that was called. What was it called? We, I, we didn't figure out what it was called cause it doesn't really have a name. Oh, right. It's, it's just like, like a, a spinning. Yeah. There's like a paint toy, ones. but basically there's just like uh, you have a circular canvas, you know, piece of paper and it's on a little, some little mechanism you either like pump it to spin it or some of them have like a motor to spin it and then you have little bottles of like ink and you kind of squirt them on and it does these like cool spinny patterns my sister had one growing up so my first thought is that it was going to be that uh but then you when you first get into the game if you just like draw a line and then hit a and d it doesn't really do anything and i'm still not totally clear what makes it all so that a and d start doing things but basically the first 10 or 15 minutes i had playing this game i was like 
kind of disappointed because I couldn't figure out how to make it work. And then I went back to the itch page and saw the thing that said to use the arrow keys. And then once I started fucking with the arrow keys, yeah. we were we were off to the races, yeah. baby. It was, it was I, a, a great time. The You definitely have to be in the arrow key. Um, you have to have moved the arrow keys in order for the A and D to do something. Yeah. But it does yeah, it does like I'm, rotate the whole thing. It like does this weird blurring. Yes. Um, yeah, and like effects. depending on what the your like the number is, or d- depending on what's going on with the the arrow keys, yeah. the blur is different. Like sometimes it'll be a smear, sometimes it'll be like this like digital where it's like leaving these little chunks. Yeah, Oof, oh, it's, God, cool. it's so cool. It is super uh, cool. Do you have an interpretation of the P key? Uh, so that seemed to just like hide everything. Um, well, it toggles something that like sometimes oh, hides now it's, everything now it's not hiding everything hmm. yeah I, I don't understand it but when employed carefully it is the coolest shit in the world <laughs> so i only so yeah okay if you're near the start it'll just hide everything what, what's the coolest shit that it does i i don't know like my note literally says i don't know but it's good <laughs> huh. for the peaky because like if you have the arrow keys going and you've got a big spinny thing going then you hit the peaky then it like twists around in on itself it dude it's wild that's okay, the thing about this game is there's so many things uh-oh. that i don't understand but it's all good okay now i'm gonna pull it up oh and then I'm not gonna... oh, oh yeah you oh, see that that shit? was interesting yeah you feel that <laughs> <laughs> yeah this whole episode is just gonna be people reacting to me go, oh, oh oh it's good man it's it's real good yeah it does kind of like loop in on itself and then fade out weird yeah but like, depending Dude, on when you do it, yeah, yeah. Now oh. you're getting it. Whoa, whoa. Okay, all right, all right. No, no more of this. You're right. It's not time for playing. It's time for talking. Well, now I'm about to play it, so it's your <laughs> turn. <to talk. laughs> uh, okay, let me see if there are any others that I was curious what they do. Oh, no. um, H H. I think that was one where it was a complete coincidence that I something happened when I pressed it, but it seemed like that was what was making the color start bleeding um but oh really but what the fuck but that one might have been just a result of the random effect starting when i was pressing it yeah which i, I haven't happened with happened to me a lot so i was never like 100 percent sure what you do jordan the game won't launch anymore what when i launch it it just crashes you broke it <laughs> you painted too much you overused no. andy andy oh i know why why? Because uh, uh, the software, uh, oh. oh yeah, the software I use to record <laughs> the redundancy in case Audacity crashes uh, takes over the audio listener uh, uh. for my my computer, and it uh, totally freaks out uh, certain pieces of software. Oh, that was a, that was a close call because th- this is a game that I uh, foresee myself coming back to. Yeah, uh, just to like play semi frequently. It, yeah, it's it's enjoyable as all hell. Yeah, I like your description of it earlier as a uh, like a toy rather than a game, uh, uh-huh. which I think is uh, is definitely right because it's like it's like you're just messing with it. It's the it's the major appeal. Yeah, you're messing with it and creating shit. Two yeah. things I enjoy a great deal. <laughs> You like creating Messing things. with stuff and making You're stuff. You're very creative, Blake. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I So I actually thought of, uh, oh, oops, don't press uh, A and D when Audacity's open. <laughs> it does something. Oh, no. Hopefully. You didn't stop recording, did you? Uh, no, it didn't stop recording. It just, like, highlighted everything. We'll, oh, uh, we'll just hope that didn't do anything. 
Uh, anyway, what were you saying? Um, I was going to say, I did think of a way to relate this to Sekiro. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Which was that uh, we were talking about that we like um, like uh, subtle and aesthetic uses of obtuseness. Like, mm. um, like not revealing all or even any of a game's like mechanics uh, and secrets to you like at the outset. Um, and then instead just like kind of throwing the player in to figure it out for themselves. Uh, that's a hundred percent what this game is. It literally is like, I'm not going to tell you what the mechanics are. Uh, play around yeah, with them I, and see what happens. Yeah. While I was playing, I was kind of thinking about how um, like for most games, the uh, the point is for you to have a very clear and explicit understanding of what everything does so that you can use them to, uh predictably interact with the game's world like right generally that's how you're interacting with most games is you are uh either uh building or uh like trying attempting to build understanding of the rules in which mm-hmm. the game takes place and so a game that throws all that out and is intentionally like hey man i want you to not know what yeah, all the things this is do. not about understanding it's no, about it's, a, it's like uh, almost about like releasing or like letting go of the impulse to want to understand is like it's more enjoyable when you kind of just like cut loose and just like you know let the game just freaking rock dude you know (laughs) vibe out brother yeah dude just feel me stare at it until your brain turns to mush yeah i mean my brain was getting pretty mushy last (laughs) night let me tell you (laughs) um but yeah, it's 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 I don't know. It was kind of refreshing. I I, I feel like uh, more games could stand to kind of play with. Uh, I think some games have tried to. Well, I mean, let me think about it because there's a, certain games like Quop or something kind of in the in the similar genre to Quop of what do you call it? Fumblecore. Fumblecore, uh, yeah. Where your uh, your input is like. A really specific function but it's not quite what you expect or not traditional to uh like a video game and that can mm-hmm. be really interesting but um i don't know i feel like it'd be it'd be interesting to have a different kind of game like a like an action game where they like just don't tell you what everything does or the extent of yeah the effects of each actions as they interact with each other. Yeah. I think a lot of games are about, yeah, like a lot of, especially a lot of emergent gameplay is about like, okay, here's two systems that the player understands individually. Like, uh, when I, uh, of course, now I can't think of a good example, but something like, kind of like breath of the wild a bit. I mean, breath of the wild kind of tells you, yeah, how the different like things interact with each other. But, but like, no, actually, I don't think it does because it like tells you fire makes air and it mm. tells you gusts of air let you glide. I don't think it ever tells you you can light things on fire to glide. Maybe yeah. it does. Yeah, that's a good example of an interaction, though. Like you understand that uh, setting something on fire creates an updraft and updrafts can be written uh, you know, to fly. And yeah. tons of games do this to make like emergent experiences. Uh, but like having those experiences rather than be uh intuitive and uh easy to understand having them be un- unintuitive or weird yeah know, could be exciting it might be frustrating depending on what trying to game game you're trying to make but yeah I feel like it could also be interesting i think uh like 
I don't know, especially right now, there's a, a like intuitive design or, uh, you know, things that are uh, easy to pick up but difficult to master is kind of like right. the, the, the leading design ethos right now mm-hmm. across like most games. Um, so kind of like rejecting that and doing some, some weird stuff, you know, more paint Andes would be. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. I mean, I, it, I was just thinking about like how often do you have the experience in a game of being like, I mean, I guess you have this intermittently in many games, but like when you say, wait, how did I do that? And then you like, uh-huh. you like actually don't know what you did that caused that. Um, but like a game like this, uh, that's like literally the whole experience of it. It's like, wait, what, what did I press that button? you're like trying to recreate what you did um that can be fun i mean it, it really depends because like part of the reason it's fun for this game is there's no objectives and so it, it'd, yes. be, it'd be tricky to implement that sort of like like radical loss of control on the player's part in like a game that's about accomplishing yeah, objectives a game that's about goals yeah, yeah i think i was just about to say the same thing like most games are about like achieving goals so when you take away the tools with which to achieve goal or like obfuscate how goals are achieved then yeah. suddenly asking the player to like hey do this very specific thing is suddenly like f- it goes from fun like paint daddy to so frustrating, frustrating yeah. right oh yeah yeah but i feel like there's there's got to be more games you can make with uh you know just messing around making yeah. weird uh people seem to like goat interactions simulator. hey have you played goat simulator i actually haven't but it seems goat like that's simulator what, what it's about it's right? fun <laughs> no goat simulator is kind of just like about uh it's mostly about finding secrets in the world and doing silly things oh okay yeah okay. um there is some physics weirdness, but mostly it's about running around, uh, okay. doing weird stuff they, and yeah, uncovering. Based silly on the secrets. stuff of it that gets like posted to Reddit on Twitter, I thought that it was like the physics stuff was like the main thing, like weird emergent, it is a, emergent physics effect. Because that's the stuff that people repost, right? Like, look yeah, at the weird the, thing that happened. It's the thing that's like the most eye catching is when you like have like the weird black hole thing and you get launched a billion miles into the air and part of that is like you find weird secrets by getting out of bounds or getting into weird places that you think to normally go but good simulator is pretty fun i feel like people like to to deride that game as being like a lol random uh like made for twitch like game and say it's like stupid but that game that game's enjoyable i had a good time you playing know with it. i never played it I, I will not uh make any judgments until I yeah experience it for myself don't you know don't be rude to the goat simulator i would okay? never not on my podcast never. i i respect goats and simulations thereof far too much <laughs> uh so one thing i wanted to ask you does your uh computer mouse have a free spinning mouse wheel um i don't think so because i don't know what that means so like you can my mouse wheel it you know how like your mouse wheel generally as you move it it has like little little notches so it's like pick 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 right yes uh my mouse wheel has a set and it's common on certain mo- uh, mouse wheels that you can like click that off so the wi- the wheel just spins freely oh that's gotta it's be actually cool for this it's a- it's actually rainbow great for, lines. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, exactly. That's dope. I discovered that by accident, and oh boy, was it a time! Oh, just like set cool. that thing spinning and just like drawing ah. these big things as it's like spinning around and smearing, just like. Wow. 
Oh, you can oh, kind of do great. it with uh, mine, but yeah, not nearly as. I imagine it's got to be a really smooth, like. Yeah, well, the 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 transition from color to color is not like smooth. Like it doesn't do a gradient between colors. It's still like a hard stop between colors, but it still looks really cool. Oh, that's um, cool, dude. <laughs> and I think I think they do. Uh, or Andy did a good job of uh, selecting colors that feel varied, but still. Like most of the colors look pretty all right with the other colors and mm, some of them look really yeah. good. Like I, I think the palette is, is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, although one thing I'm discovering, I'm flipping through the gallery of uh, images I saved from last night and the background, the, I think these are coming out as PNGs. So the background is transparent instead of black and they look very different without oh, a black really? background. Huh. Yeah. I'm sure I could uh, like, force it to be a black background but some of these don't look as cool as i remember them <laughs> yeah i mean i wonder if it's like not i mean the background is i guess it just doesn't even save it like that's just not even part of the image file yeah but i mean it's just black whatever isn't saved is just black so right, whatever right. is back there i could do, you know i could just put the png over a black background and sure. get the approximately the same effect but by default whatever windows image viewer doesn't do that and so they look uh, they look a little bit less uh, inspiring than i remember them being <laughs> but regardless well, i will almost like definitely any, you've got one that's mostly white but it's just like yeah um can't see anything i i will definitely post these on uh twitter once this episode comes out some of these because some of them are pretty uh pretty cool if i do say so myself yeah we did that for levidot so th i feel like this yeah. is another game that that makes total sense same thing game that is about making art it makes sense too or we did it actually it reminds me of uh another point that i was going to say which is that uh licorice you remember that game oh yes that it had a similar weird. concept of like I don't know what the hell my interactions do, but they oh, make yeah. cool stuff sometimes. And yeah. then I don't know if we ever mentioned it on the podcast, but the creator of that game ended up reaching out to us and sending us a cheat sheet with like it describing what everything does. And there were yeah. like a bunch of hotkeys that we didn't even figure out. And it was like, Oh damn. Uh, and I, I kind of want that for this game. Like I want to, I want to interrogate Andy and be like, Hey, Yo. Man, what is the P key? Now do? we've tell me, it. damn it. I need to know what the peak he does because it's cool, man. Well, I mean, based on the description on itch, maybe he doesn't even know. That's can't really honestly, explain I, what this does. I think that is uh, significantly likely that it's just yeah. like I don't know, man. I wrote some code that does it's weird things, and then the ones that looked cool and were fun to mess with, I put in the game, and the other ones I didn't use. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, that seems very plausible. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, did you have anything else you wanted to cover with uh, Paint Andy? Uh, no, that was that was all I had. So we can go ahead and move on to our game for next week, which is a game called Northbound by John. Northbound Long Road Ahead. We Long should Road specify Ahead is the full name. Um, it's by John uh, Core. Wait, Cor Co Barrel uh, and Super Balrog, or I'm not sure if that's the same person or not. Did you say John? I think it's Johan. Uh, it says yeah, John I, in what I'm looking at, but oh, really? Yeah. On the, on the itch page, it says Johan Koberla and Arno Justus. Uh huh. I wonder if John is. He goes by John yeah. for short, maybe. 
sure. Um, yeah, Johan. Um, so, yeah, we'll be playing that next week. It looks like it's a game, a, a kind of atmospheric narrative game about taking a road trip. So we'll be playing that if you want to play along with it or if you want to see all of our sick uh, pictures from this week. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> you should follow us on Twitter. Uh, handle at edgeguardcast uh, we tweet out links to all of our new episodes and the games we play so you should go ahead and follow us there it is a good time um, and with that we will talk to you next week